So, uh, I am Ryan McGee. This is uh, Ryan's Crush Quarter. It's the podcast where I talk to girls that I either have currently or have had in the past crushes on. And uh, I invite them over to talk about relationships in an honest, kind of open way. And uh, just in a way to find out, I guess... Just the nature of relationships, how they work, how they don't work, why they start, why they don't start, that sort of thing. And uh, hopefully to get other people's perspective on things, because I know me personally, I have problems with relationships mostly and starting them. Like I tend to avoid starting them for various reasons, and I'm trying to work on that. And that's kind of why I decided to start this uh, podcast. Uh, I guess uh, a little bit more about myself. I am a stand-up comedian in Houston. I also do improv, and I enjoy performing. And uh, my guest today is Edre. Hello. And uh, I guess first off, you uh, I guess tell just a little bit about your background, like uh, if you want to talk about where you work and everything, or okay, that's fine. Um. Well, I work at MD Anderson. I'm a nurse there. I've been working there for almost three years already. And I met Ryan through uh, high school, through some friends. So, years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess you want to talk... I mean, we didn't really hang out that much in high school. But do do you remember anything about me or from back then? Or I guess we didn't really start hanging out till college. Um, well, I remember you were kind of quiet and that you had a lot of friends that were girls, but yeah, we did, it was more like acquaintances. We didn't really talk to one another. Uh, yeah, I guess so. The one thing I do remember about you in high school, I think oh is that, <laughs> no, at prom you had, you brought a, I think a guy that had graduated like a year earlier, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I thought that was I don't know that that made you like seem like cool because you like you're hanging out with like older people or whatever. Or... That's an interesting story, actually. I was rejected three times for prom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he was someone I had a crush on, and I told a friend about it, and he was really close to him, so he contacted him and asked him, you know, if he would like to go to prom with me. He's like, yeah, actually, you know, I've seen her around, so we didn't really know each other. And I didn't really talk to him. It was just someone I had a crush on, and he kind of did it as a favor. But I was rejected three times for prom. Three yeah. times. Well, was it so? So you were asking people to prom? Yeah, because you know, like in our high school, the ratio for guys to girls was kind of um, uneven. There was a lot more women than men, and some of the men didn't even like women. They went to an <laughs> art school, so that's true. So yeah, three times. Oh man, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't know that. That's wow. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> I mean, like, did they like already have dates, or they just? Yeah, they already uh, had dates. Um, one of them is actually starting to talk, trying to talk to me, and I keep bringing it up. I was like, "No, you rejected me for prom, so I don't want to go out with you ever again." <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of hold grudges oh, a little wow. bit. All right, and what about I guess in college? Do you remember, like, how did things change in college? I think so, especially because I joined a sorority, 
and we were in contact and had a lot of events with different fraternities so there were more options and more guys and more people trying to ask me out and yeah it was a different environment than our tiny you know modest art school so. did you go on more dates then or um probably after um i left u of h i would date i dated more i don't know why that was but that's just how it happened when i got older because I, I remember, I think I tried to ask you out once, but I don't know if I did it like to where you realized that's what I was doing. No. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I remember that uh, I tried to ask you out to, to see that Kevin Hart movie. Um, I don't remember if it was seriously funny or... I don't know. It was one. Of, it was one of the ones where, like, it was the new one that came out in theaters, and I was like trying to ask. I was trying to find out, like, if you if you want to go, but I don't know if you realized that like, I wanted to just be us. Uh, do you remember that at all, or no? No. No. <laughs> I don't. Oh yeah. Well, I remember. I remember asking you, and I was trying to figure out like when you were free, and I think you probably said that you were busy or like or something like that, and. So like I thought, like I, because I knew you were always busy with like like school and work and everything. So I I, I got that, but then I, I felt, I guess that it was like that you weren't interested, and so that's I don't know. I kind of stopped trying after that. But then I did. Uh, I wrote that song. I don't remember. I don't know. There was there was, there was some like challenge. I don't know if you guys remember a kid president. He had like those video. <laughs> he had these videos on uh, YouTube and stuff where he's like, you know, America, we need to do better. We need to do all these things. And he had like, there's one episode where he's like, we had a list of like all these challenges. Like you, like make something for like a friend and like write a song for somebody. And it's like, Aww. I can do that. I'll, I'm gonna <laughs> write a song. And then I wrote that. And uh, yeah, I sent it to you. So you remember that though, right? Yeah, right. I love that song. <laughs> because a lot of people, it's about. Um, going to Waffle House. I think it came about when we went there um, New Year's Day after celebrating with some friends. And I was just very like ecstatic and excited to go there. And everyone thought that it was strange, but you <laughs> shared that same enthusiasm. So I think um, that's like where it came from. So it brings back those memories and those good times with friends and just you know being at that place and sharing that same enthusiasm with you yeah yeah because yeah, that <laughs> yeah because that actually it means a lot to me because it's like um yeah because waffle house is not like a nice <laughs> restaurant or whatever but i i feel like anybody that can enjoy places like that like that doesn't have to be like a fancy like expensive place that can like enjoy going to those like just generally um i i am interested in because not just because i don't they're strange have a lot of, <laughs> i mean not <laughs> not just because i don't have a lot of money because i don't but it's i feel like it kind of puts less emphasis on the environment even though like the environment is like it's a pretty chill place but it's it's like less emphasis on that and more just like if if we can have fun in like a shitty place like then you know we can enjoy each other's company that's 
Yeah. Segue to like talking about relationships. That's one of the reasons that one of my relationships ended was because he didn't know how to enjoy the moment and how to make the most of it. And that's what I think you and a lot of my friends can do. That it doesn't matter if we're hanging out in a parking lot or even just at the beach, not doing anything. As long as we're having conversations and enjoying each other's company, then we could make it a good time regardless of where we are. So even like at a Waffle House or anything. So um, that that's something that I like about a person is that they make the most out of their situation. Yeah. But that, that being said, I, I do... I guess one thing I I had a I guess was my problem like I I felt because I remember when I was interested in like asking you out I felt like for a long time I felt that like maybe like you were like too good for me or something like that like um I don't know like like you de- yeah basically like you deserve better than somebody like me and so that kind of kept me off from doing anything about it for like a long time. Uh, do you ever feel like, do people ever like treat you like that? Or, or do you ever feel like that about other people? Yeah, I, I do. Actually, I think that's how a lot of guys see me. And I think they kind of put me on a pedestal and think that I can do no wrong. And they, you know, see me in an ideal view. But then once they get to know me and they see that I'm very flawed and messy and you know, not organized and kind of emotional, then they're kind of like turned off by it. But in the beginning, it is like, you know, um, Miss Perfect when it's not true at all. Like I have my flaws just like anybody else. I mean, not even that that you're Miss Perfect, but I, I guess just that, I don't know, you seem, I guess maybe I, I felt like, that maybe I was maybe I wasn't up to your standards or the or what I think your standards should be. If that makes sense, yeah. that like if you were even if you like you were dating me, like I would feel like I I wasn't good enough. Like even I don't know if that makes sense. But uh, even if you feel that way, like I've my last relationship was with someone that I didn't feel was up to my standards, but he just kept trying. And that's the reason that he was persistent and forward about it. Like he told me that we were in a relationship before I even knew. And I even went up to my mom and I was talking to her. And I was like, did you know that Alex and I are like official now? She's like, yeah, you didn't. So I was the last one to find out. (laughs) He was forward about it, you know. And at first I kept telling him no and rejecting him. But he was persistent and forward about it and confident. And I think that made a difference. All right, wait, can you, can you explain, like, how that happened? Like, what, what exactly was he doing? I mean, we were um, talking, like, prior to dating or once we were dating? Yeah, I guess, like, leading up to it. Like, how did... Well, yeah, that's another interesting story. He um, added me on Facebook in late December when, last year. And we had gone to school in third grade to like eighth grade. So in middle school, we hadn't seen each other in years. So he just messaged me. He was like, hey, you know, how are you doing? And, you know, I haven't talked to you in years. Just want to catch up. He's just really friendly like that. And so I responded to him. And in January, I had a friend pass away. And um, in order to let other people know that I knew that it had happened because I had a lot of phone calls and messages, 
I put up a message about it. And my ex saw it. Well, he wasn't my ex at the time, but he saw it. And so he messaged me, and it was, like, around 3 a.m., and he was like, you know, I'm sorry that this happened, but if you need a break from being sad, like, let's go out to eat. So we went to, like, an IHOP. Not a Waffle House, sadly, but he liked <laughs> IHOP. And we were talking, and I just, like, cried in front of him. And he was okay with it, even though we hadn't seen each other in years. And from then on, like, we would hang out more and talk more. And I told him, I just want to be friends. You know, I'm not ready to be in a relationship. I had just gone out of another relationship, but I, I didn't think I was ready. He was like, oh, okay, okay. So we just kept going out. And finally, like, one time that we were out at a bar, he was really upset because I was like, hey, you know, I'll be your wing woman and we can hit on these girls. And, you know, in his head, he was like, I don't want any other girl. I just want you. And then he kissed me. And that just, like, bold move. And for Valentine's Day, he, like, bought me a big bouquet of flowers and surprised me. So it was just really romantic and very forward and from then on we would like go on dinner dates and became closer and that's how the relationship bloomed and then one conversation he was like hey you know not that we're serious so and so like i forgot what the sentence was i was like what we're official like since when he's like i thought we were (laughs) (laughs) and that's when i had gone to visit my mom and i was like hey did you know that we were official he's like yeah you didn't so (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it had been months of like going out and dating. So I guess eventually, and I just accepted it. It's like, I guess, you know, All right. why not? So if you don't mind talking about it, well, how did that, is that one ended or? Oh, um, what ended the relationship? Or? Yeah. Or yeah. So that I'm just, so that that's, he's your ex now, right? Yeah. Or, all right. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think. He did put me up on a pedestal and he just told me, you know, I just don't feel the same way about you anymore. And that was the third time that a relationship has ended that way. So uh, that's why I think it's a constant pattern where they see like pictures of me, like the most flattering light. And, you know, they see me on dates, putting my best foot forward. And then they realize that I'm human and I'm flawed and I really don't, um, you know, portray what they were thinking. So I, they're kind of like disillusioned a little bit and they just don't feel the same way. So that's why I'm not really looking for a relationship anymore. It's just, um, I've accepted that I might not ever be in a relationship or, or I could still live a fulfilled life um, without one. Just from seeing different examples and family members and other nurses who've retired and they're traveling the world now and spending time with their family, that if it happens, it happens, but I'm not looking, actively looking anymore. So did you feel pressure from that and you're just kind of... A little bit. Coming from a Hispanic family, there is kind of a pressure, especially in the holidays, like, hey, where's your boyfriend? Where's your husband? But (laughs) yeah. I've had aunts and great aunts and family friends. They're strong women and they're independent and they're successful and they live happy lives. So if they can do it, then I can as well. And I'm not actively looking. All right, that's good. 
my grandmother still doesn't believe that I don't have it. <laughs> exactly. Like every time I see her, she's just like, where is she? She's like, I, she she doesn't exist, Grandma. She's like, <laughs> she's like I'm going to meet her one day. I'm like, yeah, I, I hope you do. I hope you do. Uh, I hope I do, too. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I don't know, that's interesting. So, um, so even if you're not looking, like, what is it that you think you want to see from other people, I guess, like, as far as, like, how do you want other people to see you? Um, like, I want other people, it's kind of hard to accept me for everything that I am, including, you know, the flaws and the things that I'm still working on. I want someone to support me and my goals and to be understanding of, like, my schedule because, even like years ago and now, like I'm always working. It's always it was either work and school, and now it's work and family. But I'm usually busy, and I work night shift. So someone that could accept that, you know, would be ideal. Someone that is okay with that. Yeah, because I feel I feel like I'm kind of similar, but I guess in the opposite way. Because I guess since guys are usually the ones that are asking girls out that um because i realize that i'm a flawed person and i guess i try to find somebody that i think would be compatible with those flaws if that makes sense like um i don't know i guess yeah i guess in the kind of cliche way that where, where they say like opposites attract um like since i'm kind of a self-conscious person like i even though, even though, like, I might see girls that are, like, also kind of, like, uh, self-conscious or whatever, I guess I feel like what would be, like, a better match would be somebody that's more confident to kind of, I don't know, am I making sense right now? A little bit. I mean, I, I can understand that you would want someone confident so that you don't have to be their, their source of confidence. That you don't yeah. have to, you know, keep complimenting them and make them feel good about themselves that they're already you know confident with themselves without you in the picture so yeah yeah i get that yeah i think i i am used to like guys just telling me you know this is what we are and we're in this relationship and then i think why not you know i don't see an issue with it and i'm willing to work on it and i'm willing to um be dedicated with it so a couple of times when I wasn't interested at all. We weren't compatible. We didn't have anything in common. And personalities are just really different. And I wasn't attracted to them. And they just kept persisting and buying me flowers and asking me out to dinner. And then I, I would tell them no. Like, there's no way that I could see anything in the future with you. So take that into account, too. Like, if you have anything in common, if you're attracted to them... If you could have good conversations with them, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I guess what what would you say is uh, the difference between like someone who who's persistent, who you kind of change the way you see about them, versus like somebody that's persistent, that's not seeing that you're not interested. Like, I think a clear no, like you need to stop this behavior, or else I'll stop speaking to you. But if you don't try, then you'll never know. So right. I think that's where the confidence and the persistence pays off. You know, you might 
win or lose but if you don't try you won't do either you'll definitely lose so yeah yeah so what what would you say is the difference between like being persistent and uh not having consent well with persistence there is a hint that i might be interested that i actually like this person i do want to spend time with them but without consent i've had a few issues um where a clear no you know isn't enough and they just keep trying so that's i think the the main difference like with my ex there was a friendship there and i did like spending time with him and i would make time for him in my schedule which is difficult to do so i would go out of my way to see him but with other people that i wasn't interested in i would tell them a clear no and they wouldn't take a hint and that would just end up having to block them from everything because they were too aggressive and they didn't take no for an answer so and has that happened more than once or is that a couple of times a couple of times there was um one time that i met someone at a grocery store went to starbucks with them and I didn't know if their behavior was kind of like a red flag because he asked me, you know, what I had done that day. And I told him a manicure, pedicure. Then he asked to see my pedicure and he asked me to put my feet like closer to him so that he could see it. Yeah. Okay. Listen. And then he starts rubbing my feet. Uh. Right. <laughs> and so I didn't, I was like, is he a creeper or a keeper? Cause I like my feet being rubbed, <laughs> but there's a first date and it's in public at a Starbucks. So, yeah, it turns out it was a red flag because he was trying to ask me out on another date and I told him I couldn't, that I was busy, I had other plans. And he became really angry about it. And he said, well, you have plans with another guy, don't you? And I was like, okay, I'm not going to lie to him. Yeah, you know, I have another date, but it's just going out to dinner. And he was really upset. And he started telling me, you know, everything that he thought I was and, cussing me out and so i had to end up blocking him. i was like it was just one starbucks date like <laughs> we're not married i'm not cheating yeah. on it. it was just dinner but it was like that instance and i told him if you don't stop talking like that like i'm just gonna go ahead and block you and he didn't so and he was blocked yeah that's i guess that's a that's a big problem with uh i guess guys that feel entitled um that I guess, like, even if you show them, like, an interest, like, you know, you may go out on a date with them, but that doesn't entitle them to, like, you know, Own more you, date. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's like... A lot of guys have that mentality. They get upset if they find out I'm having dinner with anyone else. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's strange to me because there isn't any commitment. You know, I wouldn't mind them going out on on dinner dates with anybody else i mean once you're committed and um you're monogamous that's different but when you're just dating getting to know someone to see if you're even compatible i think that's okay to have different options and i don't go out looking for dates like other people ask me out but guys get insulted like the starbucks guy got insulted and i guess in his head like i was going around asking you know other guys out and Yeah, that's not the case. Like, I don't try. I, don't, I never pursue a guy. 
Has there any be, been any other instances where the, that sort of thing had to happen, like where you had to block somebody? Yeah, sadly, and he seemed like a good person. He lived a really rough life, and I did want to have him as a friend, which isn't any, you know, sort of punishment or anything like the friend zone or whatever. It just felt that we didn't have anything in common, that we really didn't have a lot of conversation, like when we were together, and... I just really wasn't his type. I, we weren't into the same kind of music. And he was like directly from Mexico. So he Spanish was his primary language, even though I understand it. Like, um, that's just not how I speak. And so he um, wouldn't take no for an answer. And he kept, you know, buying me flowers and insisting on us being a couple and that's when I had to block him as well. Sadly, he seemed like a good person, and I, I think he's a good person. It's just he doesn't understand how relationships and women, you know, how to deal with women and how relationships work. No, no, is he? He was was he trying to be exclusive before you had been going out, or had you guys gone out like before, and then he thought that you guys were exclusive or wanted to be exclusive? I think they just assume, like, whenever I go out with anybody, they just assume that I'm going to be exclusive with that person. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> just like and then when I tell them otherwise, they get upset. And that's happened a handful of times. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go out to dinner with someone else if they're asking me out. And then I end up getting blocked or I end up getting <laughs> yelled at or cussed out. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, it's weird. And I think the one time that I felt that it was dangerous to date and to date strangers, especially as a woman, was with that Starbucks guy when he was acting really violent and calling me like 10 times in a row and yelling at me. I thought if I were to see him again, he'd probably physically hurt me. So oh, wow. you know, to the ladies out there, just to be careful when you go out on dates, you know, take your own car and let your family and friends know where you are and things like, like that. It's very scary. I didn't think that it would happen to me that I would deal with someone like that ever. I've heard stories, but I actually experienced it. And it could have been really bad if he knew where I lived or he um, was driving me or anything like that, if he had any power like that. So have you had friends that have dealt with like similar kind of issues about or similar problems with, uh, with guys being unwantedly persistent i don't think we've ever talked about it with me and my friends i don't think no i can't think of anything i think it's just something that's not really discussed but when i bring it up some you know my friends or girls agree so i'm guessing they have had experiences like that and just they all share the same fear of going out with strangers um and they know the dangers going into it like i think there was a poll done recently um guys that would go on dates their biggest fear was that the girl would be uh overweight or wouldn't look like her profile picture or whatever when the woman's fear is that she might get killed you know on a date that's yeah that's insane right it's insane that that's a problem So you can understand like why some women might be hesitant if you were to approach them. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing but yeah. personal. But yeah, going back 
I guess to what you were saying before about like you never know if you don't try like what what do you think is the I guess the line for that or like if if guys are they just not taking a hint you think or or is there some kind of like miscommunication that might be happening there might but I think most women um, especially the ones that I've spoken to would say that they are clear about their intentions and it's what it's up to the guy usually whether or not they they take that hint like you said but if um i think if you do feel like you're being let on then just ask them you know straight up like you know what's going on here and how do you see us and see what her opinion is and then go off of that you know with my ex definitely like we shared a lot of laughs and we had a lot of things in common and a lot of the same beliefs so our ideologies are very similar so i think that's why he was able to be very forward and basically tell me that we were in a relationship and i accepted it because i didn't see anything wrong with it um since we were so compatible already no when you say with that one ended you said that like early on he was he was persistent he was he was confident but then at the end he you said he didn't feel the same way or yeah i think that's that's like what i've been experiencing with relationships is that they see me like in a different light and put me on a pedestal and then um realize that that's not how it is it's not how i am and they see all my flaws like guys that i've dated and ex-boyfriends and then they get disillusioned that's my theory because my past three relationships have ended that way so that's just, i'm not sure because when i asked they're not able to explain it they just said they don't feel the same way and i think that happens to a lot of uh, people that you know see a person and they don't see their flaws and they think that they are perfect I don't know I just think that um you should accept your partner uh with everything that they have you know have unconditional love in order to make something work but I'm not sure because I'm not in a relationship currently so (laughs) I'm just giving my ideas from my past experiences wait so what what was the other relationship that that ended like that yeah um that that was the one prior to my last ex the same thing like um at the end he was said i just don't feel the same way about you anymore and that was it so i accepted it not gonna fight him or question it because it's just how he feels he can't control that so three is kind of an unlucky number for me. Got rejected for prom three times. <laughs> Last three relationships ended the same way. Right. So I guess third time is not the charm. Right. In my case. Why am I giving relationship advice? I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have experience, you have. True. That's That gives you some kind of insight and to how things work, I guess, I think. Yeah. I mean, I always thought you were very pretty. Uh, and you're also you know into music and uh yeah you're very talented and like so I I knew you in high school like kind of from afar but once I started hanging out with you in you know college like with uh 
with the other PVA kids, right? Like I just you know saw you as being like really funny, you had a, like great sense of humor, and uh, yeah, and like, I saw your like your musical tastes were like diverse because I remember we did that that cover of like uh, what was it Muse, and you know stuff like that, and I don't know like that, that kind of stuff, and and you know like like I said about the Waffle House thing, like you're not some like kind of stuck up like superficial oh. yeah yeah i mean like, like i didn't necessarily think that before but just you know seeing that you know you're in, you like waffle house like that's that's fucking cool and uh yeah so yeah that's that's i guess that's what attracted me to you you seem like yeah real down to earth funny talented and uh yeah somebody that can hang out with and just be yeah just generally i like people that i i feel comfortable enough to to be weird around, I guess. And I I tend to do that with people. Yeah, like I, I'm able to do that with you like when we're hanging out and just like make weird jokes and like just all the time. And yeah, so that's, that's what I like. I think I like someone that can also laugh at my weird jokes because a lot of people don't get it. And I'm like, I like you. You actually laugh at my jokes. Just keep doing it. So <laughs> that's how I make friends. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's something that it's it's kind of hard to find. I feel like, cause at least at least for somebody like me, cause I tend you because know, I tend to be like more quiet. I guess when I when I first meet people, for that reason that I'm like I'm tend to not want to show that side of myself. I just want to. I notice that I personally am a always of the impression that people don't enjoy me or my company or like that I'll be annoying. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm usually quiet. And so if I feel comfortable enough, I'll start, you know, talking more and being more adventurous, like making weird jokes or just doing stupid things. And if I get the sense that the other person is like either like either either they'll laugh, which is good, or if they make weird jokes back, that's even better. And so yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel people out, I guess. Um, but yeah, I still tend to not initiate asking people out on dates and stuff like that. But I I do take notice of people that I just generally feel more comfortable around same thing like i think it's really hard for me to open up and even when i joined a sorority a lot of the, my sisters were frustrated they're like why don't you talk you're so quiet <laughs> <laughs> and they would actually get kind of upset about it but it's nothing personal it just takes time for me to feel comfortable with you and to feel safe for me to like actually put myself in a vulnerable position and say some crazy joke or you know speak up so I think I totally understand. Like I'm quiet too, and a lot of people get upset because of that. So I, I get it. I guess going back to high school, what was it? I guess about the people that you had asked out to prom. Like what I like about them, or why they said no. Yeah, I guess what you, what you were looking for when you when you asked them out. I just didn't want to be left out. Honestly, I didn't think about having a relationship or anything with them i just saw like a lot of people have dates i don't want to be the only one that doesn't have one so the guy that i actually ended up going to prom with i would call him my arm candy because he was very handsome but i didn't see a relationship or anything with him i just wanted someone so i wouldn't feel left out so yeah. you know fear of 
being left out. Now look, looking back, like I don't think I would have even needed a date. Cause I had this, uh, I guess my experience, well, I guess I think I only asked two people out. The second person said yes, but the first person thought I was joking at first. <laughs> and like that, that's actually been a thing that's happened to me a lot is like when I when I try to, to be serious about like like pursuing a relationship or even just like a date or something like that, like like they think I'm joking, which makes me feel good. Like as a comedian, but like as somebody trying to be serious or whatever, it's it's mm. frustrating. Got it. I mean, have you ever experienced anything like that? Like you like thought somebody wasn't being serious, but they were being serious and think so my older sister says I'm very oblivious to like how people react around me especially like when it comes to guys and dating I guess I still have that high school mentality where I'm very self-conscious and very insecure so I think if somebody's asking me out that they're joking and I can't even tell if somebody's interested in me that's why I need someone to be forward about it because in my head I think they're joking and they're not serious about it. And she's like, you really can't tell like when someone's looking at you and they're attracted to you or when they're talking to you and they're attracted to you. And I felt bad like last year I was at a Renaissance festival and I'm joking around with this guy and you know, I had had like a few drinks and he was like an acquaintance. And I was joking, I said, hey, you should ask that woman out or whatever that you were joking around with. And he looked at me and he said, actually, I want to ask you out. And I just laughed in his face. <laughs> I thought he was joking. Oh, man. And then he looked devastated. And then I walked away. <laughs> oh, man. So that's an actual situation. Yeah, yeah I can relate to that. Yeah. But so I guess what is it? Was it just initially not thinking like what is it that that made you think he was joking just just because i couldn't even tell that he was he barely talked to me the whole time we were at the renaissance festival and i didn't think he, he would be interested in me just because he didn't even say one word to me and then at the end he says that so yeah and then i was being awkward i didn't know how to react to it <laughs> i just laughed <laughs> do you think i guess if he had made more of an effort with that like if he I had talked so. to you more if, if there's like more compatibility and we could actually hold a conversation instead of just you know being attracted to the way i looked then you know i would like that more and i would respond to that more is that you think that's a problem that you face too? yeah it's like a lot of people just yeah a lot of them i think are just attracted to the way i look and then they get to know me and they're like, wow, she's actually pretty messed up. So <laughs> <laughs> turned off by it. So in the future, you're saying you're not worried about trying to find like a, you're not pursuing relationship, right? Not at all. Not at all. No. Not are right you, now. so you, you're just more like if anything came up, would you be open to that? Or you're not, not even. I think it depends on the situation. You know, if I'm able to hold a conversation with someone and laugh and they have a good sense of humor. And we have a lot of things in common and they know about, you know, issues I'm having and they're able to accept that, then um, I'd be more open to it. But otherwise, I'm not pursuing a relationship or looking for anyone. 
there was um, one coworker that was like, "Hey, you should try OK Cupid or you Harmony." And I told her, "I'm not looking. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Like I'm not looking for anything right now." Now is that that's just serious or otherwise, or just like uh, as far as like casual relationships or anything like that? I get to casual relationships, mm. but when it comes to like long term, if it happens, it happens. But I'm not gonna pursue it. And I just think that I'm also not willing right now. I'm still healing like from my last relationship and I'm not willing to put myself in a romantically vulnerable position where I, you know, work with someone and compromise and, you know, put myself out there just to be crushed again. Like I've felt that three times in a row and I'm not ready to do it one more time. If ever, I don't know if I would want a relationship in the future I'm just kind of trying to you know have fun and spend time with friends and family right now that's good makes sense do you have any advice for me maybe like be a little more forward especially because there's girls out there like me that are oblivious and if they say no don't take it personally because, again, there's girls like me out there that are just not ready to be in a relationship or that don't see that same compatibility or don't see that same future that you do. But, um, yeah, just enjoy yourself right now and enjoy your friends and family because you don't know when they won't be there anymore. Just like with my friend that you know recently passed away. So that just kind of enlightened me more on how to make the best out of every moment and out of every person that you interact with. All right. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you guys for listening. This has been Ryan's Crush Corner. And I hope you guys have a great day, night, week, weekend, month, and year. Mockingbird Network.